right, clap sync. Three, two, one. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, so we this is yeah. part two of our Game of the Year podcast, and we are going to get down to categories such as best collective experience, best multiplayer, and best game we're still playing. But first, we have our first personal award of the night for James. So James, take it away. That's me. This is uh, James's Fuck This Game Award for Fuck That Game. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, it was pretty tight this year. Um, last year, we played a bunch of games that uh, I hated and I screamed at. Not too many this year. Um, so this year, the contenders for Fuck This Game Award were Year Walk, Phasmophobia. Mm. Um, oh, fuck. What else was it? It was... Uh, Vanishing Ethan Carter. I had it all done. Um, I could see the Vanishing Ethan Carter. A Mirror's Edge, just because fuck that game sometimes. (laughs) Um, And the Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Um, Sorry, I I lost the tab that I made notes in. (laughs) How many tabs? There's a lot of tabs going on here. We're very organized. Yeah, exactly. 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 Um, And then also a special shout out for Downfall. <laughs> I love how your category is because, just anything you feel like fuck this game. Because I I hated it and fuck that game, but like it doesn't really deserve the award. Um, <laughs> and so right away I cut your walk because that game has redeeming features. Um, <laughs> I love oh James's category. <laughs> I it was really tight. I I did cut Mirror's Edge because the the. Well, it also had redeeming features. Let's just put it there. Um, the things that I got frustrated at with that game did not make it deserve an award. Um, so then it's down to The Vanishing of Ethan Carter and Phasmophobia. Yep. And those are really tight. Um, the Vanishing of Ethan Carter really like pulled me in, got me a little bit invested, and then just like, like took a big dump on my face and I really hate it. Um, It just like, you know, it was just, I couldn't handle it in the mines. I, I'm really bad at scary things and I could not handle it. And it, yeah. Um, but phasmophobia was kind of a fuck this game in the other direction where like I was prepping myself to hate the game because it was scary and then I just hated it because it was so fucking boring. Um, like, literally nothing happens in that game. You, like, get a group of friends together and you're like, this will be a fun with friends game. And then you don't have fun and you're like, what just happened? James, I want to mention that there was a book that got knocked off a table. So you're right. Happened. You're right. A book, a book got knocked off a table. Yep. You saw a small mode of light in a camera. But only if you were doing nothing else and just looking at somebody try and place a camera on a surface and drop it on the ground. Um, And occasionally um, you would hear something on a radio. Um, So those were the interesting things that happened in the game. Uh, And fuck that. I mean, really, like, like games, I don't know. That's a lot of buy-in. 
there's a lot of buy-in that needs to take place to make that game do anything for anyone. Um, so fuck that game, right? Sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, the Ethan Carter thing, I kind of, I forgive it for having compelling storytelling in other parts before it decides to just take a left turn into bizarro horror game. Um, so I'm going to have to give that one a pass and just declare fuck this game on Phasmophobia. So that's that's the winner of the award. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like we need like some kind of sound bite. Like we need like the Dark Souls <laughs> air horns. We need something after people announce the winners. That's just like it, it's essentially it's, wow, it, wow, but it's not like that. we need da, 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 we need like the swelling, yeah, of um <laughs> of strings or something to make it feel more like exactly. real. If it's just what one if we had the talking. James scared sound effect? Oh yeah, um. Okay. So nice. then also um, my top five episodes of the year mm-hmm. of our podcast oh, shit. were definitely uh, in no particular order. Uh, Returning the Oberdin, What Remains of Edith Finch, uh, The Council, because Woo. despite the fact that that game is a train wreck, the whole experience of experiencing that game with you guys and then talking about it was just hilarious and wonderful. <laughs> um, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. I think we had some really, really interesting conversations about that game. Uh, and then actually the Valorant episodes. Oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. go two for one there. Because like we really weren't sure what we were, whether we were going to like that game or just like bounce off of it really hard and it i mean it's become like one of my favorite games so yeah um check it out there you have it all right well next so we're we're just doing something a little different this year where uh this year we had a lot more guests on our podcast and it just felt weird not having them here for this game of the year episode um, give it that they haven't played, you know, a majority of these games that are even being talked about and contended over. So instead, what we asked them to do is that we asked them to send in a, just a little clip of what their personal game of the year is out of the games that they played for the podcast, as well as maybe some shout outs here and there for game of the year outside of the podcast. Um, and up first, we have our dear friend, Raphael. Uh, Raphael had he was on a lot of the episodes towards the tail end of the 2020 year, specifically started in the roguelike games block. Very knowledgeable, really fun guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Arguably has taken my place. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Guys, you know, I've got an idea. Not on air, bro. I've got, no, I've got an idea. Hot no, I'm glad, he, I'm glad he's filling in. See, Elena's the I really classic. like the guy. Yeah. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I think we should have a category best guest. <laughs> Just argue it for like an hour. <laughs> Like, listen, okay, like, I think Raphael's amazing, but did you hear what Claire did on the those episodes? The problem is <laughs> that you live with me, and so if I don't win that category, 
you're going to have a rough oh. 2021. You think so? <laughs> Listen, I man, do. you have to earn the win. Oh, I think boy. we have to eliminate Elena then. Yeah, oh. exactly. You can't just make a threat <laughs> like that to the fucking group. James, I, think I McCoy, send you cookies. I think oh, you're right. No, Elena wins. Elena, Elena wins. And move in with Raphael. Best guest. <laughs> Elena wins. Listen, if he wins best guest. I mean, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. But anyway, the point is, is we have these little flak files here that we're going to just play. And uh, here we go with Raphael's uh, Game of the Year. Um, I guess I'll count down. Sure. Three, two, one, click. Hi, I'm Raphael, uh, and I've been a guest on a bunch of podcast episodes lately, uh, starting with the Into the Breach episode. So I think looking back on all the episodes I've been on, uh, Senua's Sacrifice is the most memorable to me, I think. Uh, the game itself surprised me in a lot of ways. Um, and in combination with like the featurette video that they include that talks about like the inspiration and development for the game, it was just really mind-blowing and perspective-changing. Um, one of the things that stuck with me was the idea that hallucination and delusion comes from the same foundation that counterfactual thinking comes from. So that is like when you go, what if, and then explore like what that alternate version of reality would be like. Um, and to me, that sort of gave me like this really solid framework for uh, looking at character traits that otherwise would strike me as like weird or suboptimal in myself or others. Um, and in a way that I can actually see them as a potential strength. So like that these things that normally would be unhelpful can actually offer unique advantages as well. Um, so let's see, I guess I also wanted to call out the Cyberpunk 2077 episodes. Um, the game has been getting a lot of hate uh, around the internet and all. Um, and I think that you can see some of that in the episodes. Uh, <laughs> but I think I did a really well on highlighting some of the things that are actually quite cool about the game. Um, and also explaining why some of the unpleasant or offensive material in the game is there. Um, as for what game I think should be game of the year for the podcast, um, the ones in the running for me were Senya's Sacrifice, Cyberpunk, uh, and also Hades. Um, I think I have to throw Cyberpunk out first. Uh, I really do see game of the year material in it um, though, but I think it's just a year too soon with another year of polishing. I hope that like that material can actually shine through, but right now it's just buggy and mechanics are rather broken and a lot of stuff gets in the way of um, really showing you all the cool stuff it has to offer. As for Hades, I had a ton of fun with it, and I think it's the game where I've most quickly gone from like, let me try this game, to, so I'm gonna 100% this. Uh, that being said, I think for Game of the Year, I have to give this to Senua's Sacrifice, just on how perspective-changing it was. Like, I, I just haven't played another game that's had that kind of effect on me, and if that's not worth Game of the Year, then I don't know what is. I guess finally, I also wanted to do a shout out for some non-podcast games as well. 
Um, I've been playing a ton of OmniFactory, which is a Minecraft mod pack. Um, for a really long time, I was in the camp of like, Minecraft kind of sucks. Uh, in that, like, I didn't see the game in it. The base game is more of a sandbox. Um, but there's a ton of amazing mods for the game, and people have built, like, whole progression systems out of them. Uh, so you can basically play what's called a mod pack, and it's kind of like a complete other game built out of Minecraft and the mods for it. Um, and often they'll have, like, entire huge quest trees where, where it'll, it'll sort of get you to explore these mods and different things in them um, in a structured way. A lot of the mods are doing like really complex simulations as well in the Minecraft world. Um, so I've built like fusion reactors, automated mob farms, rockets to fly to other planets, matter energy conversion systems, and more like tons of cool stuff. And it's just been a blast. So if you've written off Minecraft, uh, and you like simulations and building machinery and stuff, uh, I highly recommend giving some mod packs a try. And yeah, I think that's all from me. Oh, there you I love that, man. Oh. That was, so it was oh. an amazing idea to have people send in their, their audio clips. Oh, that was so God. amazing. Yeah. That was just, that was great. Well, thank you, Raphael, for uh, sending in that for your game of the year. So there you have it. Senua Sacrifice yeah. game of the year. Omni Factory. Special <laughs> shout out for 2020. Um, and then also Raphael also sent in his top five episodes in no particular order for the podcast that he was on that you should go listen to. And he has for his uh, Senua's Sacrifice, obviously, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, Super Hot, Hades, probably the 1.0 follow up since he was on that one, and uh, Among Us. So there you have it. There you have it. Oh. God, that was cute as hell. Um, are you guys ready to fight each other again? <laughs> yeah, should we do it out? <laughs> All right. Well, these won't quite be the two-hour, the two-hour, uh, you know, fight to the death as, as best narrative experience. But first up, we have best collective experience. So, um, this year we played a lot more games together with either myself, Zoe, or McCoy at the helm, uh, watching uh, others play through. We mainly did it as just a way to, you know, either riff off of a really bad game or we did it as a way to just collectively, I don't know, experience a story. So, best collective experience, the best of the TOT group playthroughs. Contenders oh are The Council, Whoa. Detroit Become Human, Downfall, Lorelei, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Campaign, Observation, Life is Strange, and then Dark Souls, my own little special shout out to McCoy and I as a side project. So there you go. <laughs> it just has question marks next to it. <laughs> Dude, speaking of, it's actually really crazy. When I look at this list, first of all, yeah, we did play a lot of games together and that is fucking awesome. The other thing that just only I see that I probably shouldn't even say out loud is that um, there are multiple games on here that I tried to record and failed production wise. <laughs> It hurts me to look at them all at one place and just acknowledge that. But yeah, so if you're wondering where that Detroit playthrough ever went or where that Call of Duty playthrough ever went, I, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the world wasn't that, ready for them. Yeah, exactly. But if you want to watch the other ones, you can actually find our 
frankly incredible playthrough and clear winner um, playthrough of the council on our YouTube channel at Tyranny of Thumbs. I almost said at gmail.com, but that is not the YouTube channel, just Tyranny of Thumbs. Yeah. Yeah. God, yeah, but I you have to like have heavy rain up here too. search. I know. Just yeah. at the end of last year. Just at the end of last heavy year. Heavy rain. So mm-hmm. yeah, this was the reason we did this because last year we put heavy rain under best multiplayer game and everyone was like, well, it was great, but it was great because we collectively experienced it, yo. And so this is why we have this main group here for best collective experience. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go right off the bat. I think we should axe observation. Okay. Um, just because, I don't know, like it, it was a group playthrough, but like it happened. <laughs> I don't know. It happened. <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't the best group playthrough. Okay, right. It's definitely not the best play- group playthrough. What I will say for it, though, before it goes, because I'm not going to fight hard enough to make it not go, I will just note that we plan to do this game and this playthrough in two separate days, and all were hyped enough at the middle of this game to actually ride this story to its conclusion that night, staying up quite late, and I just think that's actually a huge uh, thing to think about in, in terms of yeah. the value of this game and actually our playthrough. It was quite fun is it was it the we got some heavy hitters on this list boys um i don't know if it if it hangs but uh i think I don't, actually i don't know if i kind of want to cut dark souls first just because there's only yeah two people i on mean sure. dark souls is just my little shout out because it does hold a special place in my heart because you know it was a nice collective experience between mccoy and myself but it was not a tot collective experience but just special shout out to dark souls yeah, and we that, can't have Dark Souls uh, on this list because it would it would win, um, and that's just not fair. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, you know that that series is also on our YouTube channel that's for true. Zoe Learns Dark Souls. So uh, also, check please that write out. please write in if you think we're plugging shit too much. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, it turns out that we put in a lot of work for free. So <laughs> just anyway, uh, yeah, let's cut Dark Souls because otherwise it'd win. I, I actually stand by that. Okay. And then um, I want to cut Detroit Become Human next. So this is observation Dark Souls cut, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Observation yeah, keep, Dark Souls. Keep it up with the list. I'm, you know. Next, I want to cut Detroit Become Human. All right, moving on. So <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I don't know, like, yeah. I, sure. it was another one of the, it's like observation where it was like it was a great experience, but it's like it kind of just like of the group playthroughs, it wasn't the most memorable. Yeah. 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 I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I think it was like it was, good, and I'm glad it we was did it. Too like decent of a game almost yeah yeah, yeah. no exactly and also i think not- we were expecting heavy rain going into it and then we were just like well shit yeah david cage actually did yeah. something and what? It tur- it, yeah exactly and it turns out that the like there was I some think, trash in that game but yeah a not, lot yeah but not enough but trash like, to rise to the top of this list i think it actually had like potentially yeah. like a good enough game in there that you had to rated against good games and then when you rate it against good games you're like holy sh- shit um you don't want this comparison um at least that's that's how i felt about it also i will just note quickly that i think the playthrough did suffer a little bit because of how quality my gameplay was like as in like i just <laughs> saved everyone did everything perfect and ans- answered all the questions perfect and as a result like it was just a very cookie cutter that's positive about that game too, happy yeah. story that resulted so mm-hmm. you know i think if you miss a couple of those quick time events then maybe you get an interesting story mccoy when are you gonna make merch it just says flawless playthrough on it i, I want to make it right away. <laughs> <That's>, I, <laughs> I would wear a t-shirt that just says flawless <laughs> <laughs> you get like sweatpants with like flawless on the ass 
my god, I'm, I'm writing it down. I'm, I'm writing it down. Right here. Next piece of POT merch. Stay tuned, 2021. Oh <laughs> okay. The flawless over the ass. Yeah, oh, I love it. Exactly. Um, I think we can on the same. We don't. It's like almost like okay. We're we're just cutting because we're out here. But I think we could almost take it from the opposite direction. But yeah, okay. I think we can also cut uh, modern warfare. I For actually sure. really enjoyed that. Um, in in just the context of like, it's been a long time since I played a Call of Duty game, and they actually have like they're like better than you think. The campaigns are mm-hmm. like Call of Duty Four was fucking rad. Yeah. Um, and, and like Black Ops was rad. And this one was like fun to jump back in. And the tech was beautiful. Oh my God, it was good looking. Um, mm-hmm. And it was fun. Um, but it wasn't the council. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't the, the only memorable part of Call of Duty Modern Warfare was just McCoy's rhythm with cutting wires. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even shoot the baby. Yeah, it's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep true i mean that was like the big thing about that campaign is that it like it tries to get you to shoot a baby and then it that's like slaps the gotcha you on the wrist and yeah. says yeah no don't shoot babies start over i think this list is secretly three games and it's because I think you cut Downfall because Downfall and Lorelei are similar. I would argue it's not so secretly three games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I would, I would rank Lorelei over Downfall exactly. for sure. Me I'm down too. to count, cut Downfall for sure. Done. Now, here's right. a battle right. of the fucking playthroughs. Oh, over. it's not a battle. The council is the winner. Oh, why? Because it's I awesome. Agree. That game, dude. Like. <laughs> I, I, can we just all like because here's the thing i was watching back on our youtube channel last week i was watching mm-hmm. the last day of the council playthrough <laughs> and I, I keep in mind this is like 10 months past yep. 10 months have gone by <laughs> i've seen all the jokes at this point and i was laughing my fucking ass off yeah. at that game because it is just hilarious just the in the incest spoiler alert there's incest <laughs> uh-huh. so like, the incest comes up and the best part is just hearing everybody's collective gasp of like what <laughs> <laughs> like fucking slapping bitch slapping napoleon and everyone just losing their shit over the fact that napoleon gets bitch yep. slapped in that game like there's yep. so many memorable the magic duel that we posted oh on our God, fucking the instagram the wizard duel at the <laughs> end oh remains one of the greatest on moments yeah. in video game it history really is. we were trying to describe that to your sister and the way we were describing it was essentially like yeah so it's i don't know a 20 hour game or something and for the last I would say 10 minutes of the entire game, they just decide to add the force. <laughs> like, it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck? It was so good. And that's really a game, like, you gotta play that with people. Like, do not play the council mm-hmm. by yourself. It's not worth it. Even if the first episode is amazing and the it catches your The first episode eye. will tempt you, but the end of that game is utter chaos. It is bizarre. It is some of the funniest. It's like the funniest, what, like three hours in video games. It yeah. was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. And it has a really clear uh, sort of uh, pattern to it, I guess I'm trying to say. The beginning is like just flames in every possible way. I actually think the beginning might be a fantastic fucking game. Yeah, too. the beginning, the first act is like the first. The first act is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so it's also a good playthrough too. Like it's just fun and lovely mm-hmm. and intrigue and everything is so interesting. It ends on this amazing cliffhanger that has multiple decisions that feel like they're really gonna matter. And then the game just gets really trashy. Mm-hmm. Still a good playthrough, but really trashy. <laughs> like for like the the also, middle of it. Yeah. 
can we talk about how the level up system, like the progression system, yeah. is actually really good? Yeah. 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 Like, like choosing which skills you get and like that actually affects what options you have, what items you're able to access in the like world in a meaningful way. And it feels like it gives you the right number of points to level up shit. Honestly, I, I like yeah. looking mm-hmm. back at that. Yeah. I'm like, holy fuck, that's actually really impressive. It's yeah. also all non-combat. Like, it's really, yeah. like, I think in most mm-hmm. games, like, I, I don't know, I smile when you said skills, James, because it flashes me back to your gameplay footage that you sent in for the hype video where we, where you were playing Outer, Outer Worlds? Mm-hmm. Worlds. Outer yeah. Worlds. And there's just a, a moment where you sign going, and perks. But, like, in most... <laughs> it's so funny. It's so too. funny. <laughs> but it, in most games like that, like, the dialogue options essentially suck. Like, you're never going to... I mean, James did put about 20 points immediately into, like, charisma or whatever the dialogue... But, but in most games, like, those are just, Because I like, wanted the not-shit dialogue options. Yeah, those yeah. are just, like, shitty... But, like, that's not why you should put your points in most games. But in this game, that's the only option, and they're all really cool and really, yeah. like, legitimate ways to play the game. I agree. I think it's a really cool... I mean, there's so much... There is... Some really good stuff about the council. Oh, yeah. But boy, is the ending trash and is it fun to play together? That's the thing. The ending picks Mm -hmm. up from a trash perspective where you've completely abandoned the premise that the game will be good again. It just does (laughs) what you just cannot. A lot of questions left unanswered. Why is this guy passed out on the balcony? Why is Louis not even talking about this right now? Why is my mother on the floor? I was about to say some most classic example. Mother question. We still reference mother to this day, and mother is like a phrase that comes up in normal speech, and I will just sit there. I will be in a work context, and I will literally sit there and just go, mother? And they'll be like, what? And it's like, they don't understand what I'm talking about. And like the way my filter works is I literally just look through that, and I'm like, well, no one's going to be offended, and I'm going to laugh. So I think it's a slight net positive here. I mean, it's very weird. But like, it's true, you guys. It's true. How do we fucking... Okay, 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 okay. I think the runner-up here... I think here, it's got to win. It's got to win. It's got to win. It's, it's the council win. that's yeah. got to win. Yeah. It's so flames, you guys. The second I played the first episode, I was like, motherfuckers need to play this shit. Um, and I'm glad that it was what it was. I cannot claim to know where it was going to go. <laughs> Today, um. the date is June 21st, 1793. <laughs> God, love that. Napoleon has passed. That I on need the to floor. go back and rewatch that, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it's flames. It's so good. There's so much. There's also some great moments we had to fucking censor because we just got too crazy. Like it was just crazy. It was fucking <laughs> right. crazy. Also, by the way, we got so trashed and we were just yelling at the screen, like, like go in, like get in there, like that's the sex scene. Go for this sex. <laughs> <laughs> With what turns so out this to is be why. your sister. <laughs> sister. This is why runner up. I think needs to be Lorelai. I agree. For me. Because honestly, nothing beats peak drunkenness where Lorelai is confronting her stepfather father in a bathroom and Claire and McCoy and everyone yep. else just it, like yep. screaming at the screen, be like, catch the baby, <laughs> stab the guy. Like it was like absolute, like, absolute craziness. Yes. In between sessions, like McCoy and Claire, like talk about fucking Owen from The Last of Us Part Two. Like yeah, it was, true. Uh, I think a co- great collective experience for that one, just in terms of pure trashiness and pure just what the fuckness. Yeah, and it was. Gabe, actually... Were you there for that one? I was not. Gabe was. 
I was there. I was notably also the only okay. sober person there. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Wait, I was okay. silently there, Gabe, and I was also sober. Oh, okay. I true. had just returned and I was quarantined in the next room. That's and right. So I was yeah. just listening to it with my headphones and not saying anything. And oh it was. My God. I did, though, make the noise for the Dark Souls air horns through the wall at McCoy, and I did make him <laughs> laugh. And I remain proud of that moment. <laughs> Dude, it was so funny, too, because there's, there's nothing more beautiful, I must say, than Elena comes home we've already set up the room right it's nice there's food in there there's blankets everything's all prepared i don't need to necessarily do anything and then we're saying hi and i'm like hi however i'm working and i roll over to the other room and we just turn this fucking game on and just pour it working it's so good it's so good um obviously we were not working but it's just it's just the ridiculous premise of like i'm doing something important right now i'm getting trashed and watching lorelei i will also shout out that game if you know those types of games those armikolsky games they like are really uh you know like straight okay they're really amazing (laughs) is what i was thinking um but they're really straightforward in their mechanics and they essentially requires zero mechanical skill except that like that baby scene felt like so he had to like fucking matrix <laughs> like just like in the middle of a point and click adventure practically it and- pantomimed a quick time okay yeah a quick time event where like they're like press a press right trigger and i'm like what <laughs> everyone's like go <gasps> <gasps> like just getting hot yeah it was amazing it's absolutely flames okay i think that is just it does anyone want to plus make uh, jimmy the traveler alone oh. yeah. yeah i've already made my petition to armakolsky but make jimmy the traveler the next main character i'll play those games and have us voice your characters like come on We'll yeah, do we'll it do for it. free. We'll do it. Although we might have two good mics for you. I'll stop shitting on your games if I can voice a character. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's the we've first time to sell out, you guys. <laughs> Exclusive gold stars across the board because we were. Dude, that's actually that is literally influencer style technique. And you see it a lot in like cyberpunk and stuff. I'm not saying that they paid off reviews in cyberpunk. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying like, dude, we we are literally saying we will do work for you that you would pay someone to do but we will do it for free and fuck it we'll give you our reviews too (laughs) 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 it's just so sad Um, just to make sure is there any arguments for life is strange as a runner-up come on be real (laughs) no yeah no but i would say i love that playthrough too fun a playthrough i enjoyed it but i i hear that it did not reach the levels of lorelei yeah, I don't think James could ever vote for it after they didn't go to the police officers 180 times in a row. Um, I mean, I, I don't think I could vote for it in a positive <laughs> sense for, like, most things. <laughs> I, I really vote more for anime guy Ugh. than I did for any character in Life is Strange. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I don't know, man. I Warren. think I might agree with you, and yeah. I wasn't there for Okay, James, you never met him. <laughs> True, the one person I liked need. was Drone Girl. I don't remember her name now. <laughs> Drone Girl, yeah, 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 exactly. Brooke. Oh, yeah. Here's Brooke, the battle. Warren versus, I forget the guy's name. But Jimmy he's... the Traveler? No, no, not Jimmy the Traveler. No, <laughs> oh, no, no, that's ridiculous. No, because Jimmy uh, would win hands down. Yeah, yeah Jimmy would, would, like, do an anime fucking attack on Titan, fucking jump off of a building. But no, it's, I'm talking about uh, Warren. No, please, James, I want to sleep tonight. <laughs> that music it triggers me well if you want to sleep tonight you've got a long way to go um but but sorry 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 what's the fucking guy who is like i'm a programmer and i'm saving you in lorelei what's oh, his God. name um oh fucking i forget his dale? name <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, he just feels like a dale but anyways him versus warren for just sort of like 
guys you feel sorry for. <laughs> for, for big simping. For um. big simping. <laughs> All right, we are out here. The, the flames have turned up for this section. I think we're done. Well, I think there we, did we go. It, yep, right? we did it. Best collective yeah, experience, the council, runner-up, Lorelai. Yeah. Way to go. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Yep. So, Zach. moving right along. See, we told Zach. you it wouldn't be two hours, listener. We're, we're good. Zach, that was his name. Jesus. And Zach. <laughs> Z-Money. All right. Next is uh, best multiplayer game. So, in this sense, this is more, you know, game, we, we call it games that made quarantine less lonely. Um, but these are games that we all got to, like, hop into a lobby together or hop onto a server together and just play a game together, collectively, yep. but as separate people doing our own shit <laughs> like real it's, multiplayer it's like real multiplayer <laughs> yeah. so contenders for best multiplayer game from tot this year are stardew valley hard boys farm for life reasonable gears 5 horde mode gears 5 horde mode specifically mm. golf with your friends phasmophobia among us valorant and call of duty Warzone. wow Discuss. Okay. Uh, can we cut World War Z? <laughs> yes. Yeah, discuss. Oh wait, sorry. You don't even have to ask. Yeah, a hundred percent. I I think World War Z. Okay, if I was younger, um, and I think earlier on in life and earlier on in technology, I would have been more impressed with that game. For instance, like and Left for Dead never existed. Yeah. yeah. Right, like, because it did a lot of zombies, bro. And, like, for instance, there was... Do you, I mean, you guys remember this back when, like, Xbox... The Xbox 360 was first coming out and they were saying, like, it's next-gen, bro. And one of the things that next-gen could do was, like, it could add more. So there was... um, Okay, back me up. What's that zombie game that came Dead out? Dead Rising. Dead Rising. And Dead Rising had a million zombies, right? And it was cool because the Xbox before it and the PlayStation, of course, and the Nintendo never had this many uh things on screen. So it was cool. It was new area. And it just felt like we went back in time to, like, we put a bunch of guys on screen. That's pretty cool, right? And it really wasn't. <laughs> At least yeah. not in this case, right? No, yeah. I mean, so you're saying, like, it felt like a early Xbox 360 game, but it came out last year. I am saying that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'd say the only... <laughs> The yeah. only non like three sixty thing about it is the graphics. Graphics are obviously better. Yeah. Otherwise, right. it doesn't have a lot going for it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Like it just felt like because there because literally I'm telling you there was a point in gaming where it was like d designers or developers were a bit unshackled by the technology, and I think this happens now right. uh, over time. But but it was this cool premise of like they could never do this before, but they always wanted to. They wanted to throw a hundred zombies on screen. So now you can see those people were wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, moving on. Okay, okay, cut that game, cut the game. I All right. think, why don't we cut golf with your friends? Unless... What? That's my game of the year. Yeah, yeah of, course it is. of course it is. Come on. Um, this game is difficult to enjoy <laughs> if you're me. I mean, McCoy was angry about this game. I didn't even play mark? it, but. I think Phasmophobia is a hundred times the game that Golf with Your Friends is. I, I'm one hundred percent the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. At least we cut them both. I like, yeah, yeah. I like cutting them both. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. let's see. Besides cutting, for me, there's one clear winner out of this whole group. Hmm. Two. But it's. But well, I'm not okay, sure the there, second there, one's going to get the same support. So I think that's the fair thing. Is one. my top two winner for this group for me is Among Us. Yeah. Runner up Valorant. 
would be my thing. Any case, for I never, I, I, I will say, I never did Stardew Valley multiplayer, so I can't I seek say, for I the hard boys farm. Would be Stardew Valley. I mean, yeah, it could be Stardew Valley. I just haven't done the multiplayer for that. I'm just, I need the hard boys farm hard boys to farm. Uh, speak out here. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah we saw hard boys merch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need a, I need a sweatpants with list. hard boys on the fucking. Oh, ass. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so actually, oh my god. Actually, just based off of to say boys. hard boys. And no, then, like, just and based then off of with that. a couple of radishes on the side. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm adding it. Oh, a nice juicy peach. <laughs> Maybe some eggplants. <laughs> exactly. No, so there you go. No. Like, so that that just actually <laughs> that, that changes my runner up. My runner up. I that heard would that probably Elena. Stardew Valley. Don't do yes. that. <laughs> I, I I hear your guys's because actually I remember in the Stardew Valley episode you guys expressing your enjoyment over that game. I also remember receiving the screenshots from you guys about the Hard Boys Farm. I'm just like, yeah, James just put all these flamingos in my cabin. Why the fuck did he do that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just in case you didn't listen to that episode, uh, the Hard Boys Farm was riddled with uh, item duplication sheets. Yeah, I, I would actually like to speak out against that as not a true experience of Stardew Valley multiplayer because Gabe hacked the game and just gave them every item. And so McCoy and James listen. never had to work for anything. They didn't actually plant any shit. McCoy spent a lot of time planting tulips, but then realized that we they were did multicolored. Plant things. We just <laughs> not in the right way, James. <laughs> sacrilege to the true Stardew Valley right. fans. I totally agree. That wasn't do. that wasn't a fair shake to the game, but it was fun as hell. Yeah, for three hours or whatever, however fair long enough. we played it. Let's let's do this. And let's do this. Sorry, go ahead. It did make me want to go back to the game. And do it single player, even though I never have. Yeah, not yeah, enough say, to do it. Did you course, guys but... ever go back to the game? The answer is listen, no. listen, listen, listen. I know we're trying yeah, to like just then, jump to the end of this Valorant category, came out. <laughs> but I think I think I want to cut games and then give them their shout just real quick. Okay. Like for instance, okay. so golf with your friends, we kind of did. Um, you cut that. It turns out that they have things in there that are anti-fun, <laughs> like the <laughs> yeah, so... or the fucking pyramid or shit. Like, <laughs> like it's and, and that's fun. That, it's some. a chaos mini golf game for a bunch of people to play together it's fun if you like chaos and mini golf and if you get frustrated by being an acorn and not being able to finish a level yeah and everyone uh, watching uh, you yeah it's yeah it's the, you have to realize there will be things in there where it is not an even playing field yes if you so make it that way and that's the point right it's they're trying to make it chaos and, and all that things but i just think like it's it's just the opposite of of what I personally enjoy. And I also think it's hilarious that it has the reverse mechanic that Valorant does. So in this game, when you finish the level, like you succeed, which means you get to, you know, proceed and maybe get some points and maybe be competitive. You get to just simply watch those among you who are incapable like me of actually doing anything. And so it's, it's not in Valorant where you're the last person alive and everyone needs to watch you clutch and potentially be heroic. It's like everyone needs to watch you flounder and <laughs> suffer. It's and so And I think we also horrible. like that concluded that the funnest part about that outing of golf with your friends was the fact that we had like the groovy bot in Discord and we're just playing like middle school throwbacks most of the time yeah that like, is true yeah so yep. it wasn't mm-hmm. even part of the game that made that night fun it was just, <laughs> just like... but like it's worth so, shouting out like if you're the type of person that likes putting groovy in a discord listening to middle school throwbacks and playing a fucking chaotic game with your friends this could work it could yeah it's not the best though yeah 
Okay, so I also want to cut. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're, we're getting down to those sort of three. Or we four. already cut that game, though. Yeah, uh, right. McCoy has refused. It's open on his computer, but he refuses to look at the Google Doc that I'm updating. I think the. I like the pen and paper, but yeah, okay, all right, all right, sorry. Um, I just, I guess I like, I'm a little so bit more Gears hesitant. So, Gears 5 mode is definitely yeah. the next cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I both really like Horde mode and was disappointed to see that I don't think it has evolved as much as I thought it might have in like the 10 years or 15 years that I didn't see it really like i thought go like you know because gears is kind of suffering right now and i thought to myself if gears mode horde mode gears horde mode is like anything as good as when i played it 15 years ago and they've just been like hammering away and designing it and it's just like it's really fleshed out and it's super cool then like this has got to be really good but people are just sleeping on it and i feel like it is fun it's like good it's it's good but it doesn't feel like oh my god this is just like a hidden gem that people are sleeping on it feels like oh yeah it's kind of like Kind of like I, I feel like it. it's close to that. But yeah, there I think there are some things that the developers need to hammer out to make it truly like a hidden gem. Mm -hmm. And then in doing so, hopefully it would actually get the recognition I think it deserves. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it there are there are some key things that we talked about in the podcast that I think they need to fix. Yeah. Just to yeah. make it more yeah. like more open to everybody. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there is no world that I walk away from this category with the three hours I played with Stardew Valley multiplayer being better than Valorant or Warzone to me. Oh, I agree with that too. Yeah. So we cut I mean, that too. I can't, I can't speak for Stardew Valley multiplayer. You guys just seem to have a lot of fun with it. That's all I'm saying. No, I mean, you were saying cut it and we were like, let's give it a fair shake. That was okay, a fair you shake. You gave it a fair it's shake. Done. There yeah. we go. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Goodbye. Look, you listeners can love Stardew Valley multiplayer. Awesome, it was not for this hard crew, hardcore group of capital G gamers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I will say I've actually awesome. played a lot of Stardew Valley multiplayer, and it's a lot of fun. But I've played, yeah. maybe except for Valorant, I played these other games more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think. All right. Phasmophobia isn't going to stand in this group because of James's level of hatred for this I already, game. I already cut that I'm one. sorry. It's been cut. Beyond my level of hatred for that game, how can it possibly stand against Among Us, Valorant, and Call of Duty Warzone? Like, I think it is a way cooler than maybe you think and maybe you can enjoy, but I think it is like, I've seen people play this game online that, that treat it the way that I think it was designed to be treated, which is like they play it very immersed they are scared they turn the sounds up they're like i've even seen people like do solo runs and stuff and it they seem to love it like love it in a beautiful beautiful way now did we love it are we voting for it i don't know but i saw that and i was like really impressed um and i think there's some value there i like um, watching it but i don't like playing it i hide, I hide out in the bus the whole time <laughs> it's it's not i It's so not McCoy a good has game. Chosen it's the like hill to die on. No, no, no. It's not <laughs> like the these games are good. That game is arguably not trash. Like, I feel like there's no there's no comparison there. Not for like you, yeah. James. Some people love that, but like people, you know, everyone can love trash, like their own trash that they love. You know, it's like I don't know. Oh, I, Donut County. Right, not sure. that it's trash. It's the, about the story. The the raccoon he loves the trash. All right, not important. Oh, <laughs> um, okay, yes. So I was guys. like, yeah, I, I loved that game. That was cute. Yeah. Um, 
I want to hear people's takes on Valorant versus Call of Duty here. I, okay, so personally, I rank Valorant over Call of Duty, A, because I have not, I think I've uninstalled Warzone from my computer at this point, um, <laughs> but also, um, Call of Duty Warzone was good, but I just felt like when it comes to player skill, I can play both of those games the same amount of hours, and yet I feel like I can be more successful in Valorant than I can in Warzone. And it might just be, be because of that style of gameplay. The whole open map, open world, running everywhere, trying to, like, people can snipe you from what seems like miles away and you don't even see them because they're in a house. Like, I don't know. I don't like that stuff. I'm bad at it. I die constantly. I can't do the gulag. I die all the time. Like, I spend most of Warzone in the death screen. Uh, Valorant, like, I think because the rounds are quicker and because I, I can still, I can still manage to like, I don't, I don't think I've killed anybody in Warzone, but I can kill people in Valorant. <laughs> so I guess that's a testament to something. So that's just where I stand on this. But I would like to hear others' uh, takes because you guys have played more hours of Warzone. I mean, that's totally valid, but you got to realize that these are two very different games. Exactly. In, just in, like, yeah. their modes, because, like, Valorant is, you know, it's a, it's a CS game. Whereas Warzone, you know, Call of Duty has modes like that, but we're talking about Warzone, which is a battle royale. Mm -hmm. So, like, trying to imagine, like, a Valorant battle royale would be insanity. Yeah, they actually did make a Counter-Strike battle royale, and it is awful it has it's got so to be the worst trash. thing I've it's ever played. so bad <laughs> it's so horrible we played it mccoy was trying to teach me counter-strike before valorant came out um and it turns out you just cannot play counter-strike until you're like level 10 like your account is level 10 or something like that in oh, the game no. yeah so they, they made it free to play so so they were yeah, they made it free to play, were gonna make but you accounts. have to play exclusively the trash game modes for hours. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Before you can play the good game that you want to play. Yeah, so there's awesome. there's like ten v ten, casual, like garbage fire, Counter Strike. There's like the deathmatch game, which is just like aim training, run around, shoot people, die. And then there's, like, the the Battle Royale. <laughs> we know what it's fucking called. Uh, Doesn't matter. Yeah. It's bad. It's, it's only, like, like, 18 people, and the, it still runs like trash. Yeah. And, like, it just feels awful, yeah. and, like, everything about it is so bad. And it just, it is a perfect cherry on top or icing on the cake or whatever you want for what Valve has done with Counter-Strike at one time, one of the most popular multiplayer games in the world, they were like, what if we added a Battle Royale that's terrible? It's like, why don't you do anything to the game mode <laughs> that people actually play? Why don't you add anything that matters at all? And they're like, okay, more skins. Like, and okay, everyone is doing the more skin strategy, but they sometimes are also adding things to the game that are like good. Like the the additions to Counter Strike they made, and like I swear to God, the past fifteen years were just like 
So we added the R8, which is a pistol that is exclusively just the worst thing I've ever seen. It's just so awful. <laughs> it's a pistol that you 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 can't shoot it immediately. It sh- you press the trigger down and it shoots about exactly one second after you pull the trigger down. And so you have to like time it. So you're like, now he's dead. Click shot. And you're like, what is this? Like, why do I want? Th-? And then the other thing they added was they basically were like, nobody's using the scoped weapons. And it's like, yeah, we like this game this way. We don't like scope weapons in this game. They're like, we're just going to keep buffing the scoped weapons until people use them. And then there was an era of multiple years where scoped weapons were just dominating the whole game. That was the only thing they did to the game was ruin it for two years. And then add a battle royale. <laughs> so thanks, bro. Um, anyways. So, okay. Anyways, Counter-Strike isn't on this list, but Among Us, Valorant, and <laughs> Call of Duty been. Warzone are. It should I be. mean, Valorant is, and it's basically Counter-Strike. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I had a lot of fun with Warzone, but I'm also tempted to go Valorant first, just for myself. <laughs> wow, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> I I actually think in my own personal mind there's a case to be made for Valorant over Among Us. I'm just not sure if it's the case to be made in this group. I know, because I think for you personally, <sighs> Valorant would be the clear winner here. Yeah. Because you play that essentially every night. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if that will get the support for the entire podcast. I agree. I, think... I personally think Among Us gets first. Yeah. For me, just out of like, for me personally, just time spent, it would be Call of Duty first. However, I am also very happy with Among Us being rated as the best because I think that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it would be Valorant and then Among Us for me. <clears throat> Uh, in terms of like time spent, um, but Among Us has like brought some really great groups of people together, um, for really really fun nights of gaming. Yeah, and you and gotta respect out. like their approach to making it so open, <clears throat> where you can play it on PC. Uh, mobile and like switch now. Wild. Yeah. Not notably not Mac. Yeah. 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 Which is kind of hilarious. And it it's is like coming they to got to switch, Xbox. but not Mac. <laughs> and it's coming to Xbox, mm-hmm. but not Mac. Mm-hmm. That's some garbage. <laughs> we have a number of people in our Among Us group that have like Mac laptops and not. PCs, so <laughs> the little yeah. G gamers, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, like I actually think it's this is a bizarre thing. I think it's like even though there are two people here who would put Valorant first, I feel like if you read the group, I mean, I feel like even I would put Valorant first if you take right? hours because I I, I, mean. I don't play Valorant. Obviously, I am a little G gamer, but I do watch <laughs> McCoy, Raphael, and James play Valorant pretty much whenever they play. Yeah, I think Valorant um, has a secret, surprisingly mm-hmm. amazing case here. But I think everyone just wants to to just give it up to Among Us anyways because they feel like that's the one that everyone enjoyed the highest. Like if you mm-hmm. average it, I don't know what the fuck. It's <clears> the the highest enjoyment quotient across the crew. Mm-hmm. I would say so. I mean, like, Valorant is fun, don't get me wrong. Like, I I don't play a lot of it, but I think the truly special part about playing Among Us is that you get to hang out with nine other people, and it's also just a great way to, like, socialize. 
Like depending on Valorant, like you don't you stay up, up with three your, like, hours after finishing a gaming <laughs> session of Among Us. Oh, you mean but just like I do wired after up. Valorant because I'm just like so wired. <laughs> yeah, McCoy does that too. He's just like pacing. I'm like in bed, essentially asleep, and McCoy's like pacing in the room, being like, "And then there was this one v 4 and I like get the full story if I happen to leave early that night. And it to takes fair, him like hours one, to calm down. If there was a one before, that's worthy of pacing. I like, agree. I remember one time there was like, "Yeah, there was one ball left in my sheriff, and I flicked it. You have no idea. Talk to James. He saw it." <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. Um, I mean, I could see either way. I think that they're both. They've both been really special gaming experiences this year. Like, I feel like Among Us is something really yeah. special that's come out it's a very unusual game mm-hmm. that can bring 10 people together mm-hmm. from a very wide variety of like skill set like, like gaming skill abilities yeah, capitalizations of their g yeah yeah you can have big g's and little g's in there mm-hmm. um i think it's a really special thing it's been really fun to like bring together 10 people that we all know and love and just like hang out we played it we all it's one of those thing games where you always like play it and you think you're going to play for like three hours and then it's been like six or seven hours and no one even noticed because it just kind of like yeah. happens. Um, but I, I also have watched a ton of Valorant this year and really enjoyed it. And so I, I have no no horse in this race. I would also say like... But also, I mean... Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Go, go ahead. Ahead. No, no, go ahead. <clears throat> you go first. Okay. I was going to say that like my just warning to people out there with Among Us is just that it is way more fragile of an experience than you think it is like i would say whoever is running the group and or you should all be responsible for this like try to really 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 work your absolute hardest to make sure people are having fun because it's really easy for different disparate skill groups to farm each other like it's really easy for someone who's better to just farm people who are less and like boy have i seen it gone wrong even our own personal experiences but definitely online like, you watch random people online that, like, didn't really care about how they set it up and didn't really care about the group that they have. And, like, even though it is this world phenomenon, I have seen such horrible, horrible things. Like, people, like, just yeah. at their wit's end from this game. Um, and so I would and just also, say, yeah. if people are triggered by not being believed when they're telling the truth. <laughs> um, Yikes. Don't play this game. Don't play this game. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, that, that adds will like happen. No, that adds you a lot. You will tell the truth, and people will be like, "You're lying. You're the killer." Yeah, there's a lot of legitimate frustration that comes out during this game, and some people will use it. Even myself at times have used it, but I tried to pull off as a tactic to convince someone. And it's like it can get really like antisocial really fast. So but you just want to play with so, a good group. That's also very true of Valorant. And this thing you said about like but Valorant is just normal. Yeah, that game can get very like, antisocial. I, I think very that fast. the things that yeah. you just said are very true. I see like different skill levels just farming each other. Also extremely true in Valorant. Sure. So I don't know that either of those are a reason to put no, but, one above the other. No, it's not a reason. I this was simply my warning from learnings of Among Us. Just simply saying that that game is cutesy and it feels like gosh everyone could play. And it feels like, God, I could just have my mom play or I could have anyone. And it's like... And then your mom's getting murdered repeatedly and people are yelling at at each other. Yeah. And then she's like, you don't believe me. I'm your mother. And then like, it's just like, you know, just like this shit could easily... Mother? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, James. No, I'm I'm just simply saying that like, um, you need a good group of people. It actually matters. Um, And you need to all be trying to like be kind to each other. And to enjoy when they kill you elegantly or when they kill you inelegantly, but it doesn't matter because no one picks up on it. Like all that stuff is, it takes, it takes, takes effort to actually like be sure to make sure like, cause dude, I have seen people, I, 
I literally tuned on, I guess I said this before, I turned on a stream and two of the 10 people were crying. <laughs> like, and I was like, Jesus oh Christ, God. what the fuck is this? And I've never seen that in Valorant. Um, but I've seen close. <laughs> so, you know, okay, fair. Um, cool. So does this mean Warzone's dead, bro? No. I mean, Warzone is a great game. My comment when I said, no, you go first was <clears throat> like Call of Duty Warzone was a phenomenon too. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out like right as everybody realized that they couldn't go outside for quarantine. Yeah, it came out. It in was March, like the I perfect believe. time to drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, where and happen, boys, and it was free, which is it's like the first Call of Duty experience, like real Call of Duty experience, to be free. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the first month, it had fifty million players. Yeah, right. And Crazy. like that's not for nothing. This game is actually it's actually an incredible battle royale, um, yeah. and it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> the guns feel great. The graphics are fantastic. Um, it runs like a dream, honestly. Like, especially compared to when you look at like Cyberpunk. <laughs> like, yeah, like Warzone is it's beautiful and has good frame rate um, and uh, it has good frame rate no um, <clears throat> yeah I mean it's it's that is a voice you'll hear online in all these games should you use your microphone <laughs> um, yeah okay um, I mean I'll... it's it's really fun but it's I mean, I don't think any of us are serious Battle Royale players. Ever Gabe? Um, well, Gabe's, a, Gabe's a serious gamer. He plays all <laughs> the game types. It's true. I mean, I play the multiplayer now more than I play Warzone itself. Um, so, like, I mean, for me personally, I would choose Warzone over Valorant 10 out of 10 times. But I'm willing to concede runner-up to Valorant because... Obviously, I'm in the minority here. Yeah, I think that I think that's where we are. All right, all right. The best multiplayer among us, among runner us. up, Valorant. Oh, you gotta love the tyranny of fascism. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> all right, all right. So then, moving right along. Now we have best game we're still playing. So these are games with continuous experience that we just keep on playing because we just have so much fun. So it can include our multiplayer games list here. Um, but we also have some you know, notable mentions, mainly like those games in our roguelike games block that we played this past year, um, as well as some others. So games for continuous experience are Hades, these aren't, can, can we just say before before you start, these aren't necessarily games we're still playing. So we're going to cut right, a bunch yeah. right but that's off why the it's bat the best that we're game not still we're playing. Still playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Hades, Stardew Valley, Gears 5 Horde Mode, World War Z, Valorant, Call of Duty Warzone, Golf with Your Friends, Into the Breach, Faster Than Light, Darkest Dungeon, Slay the Spire, Phasmophobia, Among Us, and Animal Crossing New Horizons. 
Okay, before we cut, I do want to say, like, looking at this list, you can see there is a trend in gaming that, like, I don't know, it's maybe it's 10 years or something, maybe it's more than that, but, like, there are a couple games on here, multiplayer or or even single player, that are just, rope, like, they're infinite. There are just infinite games on here. Like, like none of us are still playing Fast and Light, but the fact that we put it on here is because, well, it never really stops, and so you, in theory, could play it forever, and I just look at that, <laughs> and it's just, like, it's kind of scary to me, but it also just is, it's gaming, right? Like. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So. With that, With that said, let's cut faster than light. Yep, sounds good. Because nobody's still playing it. Yeah, yep. I was going to say, no, true. I think nobody's still playing. If we just kind of want to have like a lightning round, yep. I think World War Z nope. can be off. Yeah, let's cut Gears that. 5 Horde mode, I think we can cross that off. Mm-hmm. Gabe, are you still playing Gears? No. <laughs> yeah. Golf with your friends? Golf with your friends? I think that goes. <laughs> I might play it again with a different group, but probably not. I think Phasmophobia, our specific group, we can take that off. Agreed. Darkest All Dungeon. Right. Darkest Dungeon. I So <laughs> we can cross that off. I just think it's really funny because Darkest Dungeon is one of those games where like, I'll watch a stream of somebody playing it and I'll be like, God, I want to play Darkest Dungeon. And yeah. then I get to playing it. And I'm like, I forgot how much this is awful. Yeah. Like awful in the sense <laughs> of like, I'm having a bad time. Everyone's dying. <laughs> This, this RDM is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that, that desire to like play that game, I, I feel that. I recently listened to part of the Darkest Dungeon podcast and was like, oh, I want to play this game. Um, I, I think on like a personal level, I didn't expect to like that game at all and logged like, I don't know, like 30 hours in a week, like a ridiculous number of hours in a week um, or a couple weeks. Can I just take credit of it. for like, getting elena into a bunch of games in the yeah, past James, few you really months nailed it. and that's coming later too for and like sure. types of games that i didn't know i would like like i didn't i didn't think i would like darkest dungeon and i really enjoyed that game i'm not still playing it and i don't really plan on picking it back up probably but um personal shout out that was a really fun game yeah but absolutely. I'm, I'm gonna delete it now uh yeah. do and also take into the breach with it yep yeah i'm not playing into yep. the breach either really good I would consider playing it more, but I actually think it did this thing that I will both give it credit for here and illuminates it from this category, which is just that I beat it mm -hmm. and then was mm -hmm. like, cool, thank you, shook its hand and left. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. Got other shit to do. Um, okay. Is okay. anybody in our crew still playing Animal Crossing's New Horizons? That would be me, but we can take it off because I think it's only me. But this is okay. Hold on. Before we do that, no, no, no. No, we, let's not take it off yet, because because there, there might be things that nobody's playing. Right, and I think a game that only one of us are playing might win. Like, I mean, that I don't think it needs to be like three of us are still playing this, therefore it wins automatically. If you're like, bro, Animal Crossing is the fucking shit. I don't give a fuck what you guys think. Then that's a that's yeah. a case. All right, we'll keep that on there. I mean, Dude. clearly, like. McCoy and I play Valorant a shitload still. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I feel like... <clears throat> but it might not win. Yeah. What about Warzone? Gabe, you said you don't play this win. one as much. You played it a lot, though. Yeah, I did play it a lot. Um, but yeah, I haven't been playing... Like I said, I've been playing the multiplayer more than... Like the, the traditional COD multiplayer more than uh, the Warzone itself. Dude, if that download, like, to update that game wasn't 
10,000 gigs, <laughs> I might be interested in like hopping back in at some point. Yeah, but true. no fuck is it so many gigs. I mean, low key, I've been playing the shit out of uh, Black Ops, the new one, the zombies mode. That's where mm. the real shit is. Oh, Todd shit. zombies. Oh, that's shit. that good, good. That's another horde mode in a way. I dream of a day where we all play that. Maybe when the game goes on sale for a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I, I've always been intrigued with COD Zombies. I've never played it. Maybe I played one of them. They revamped like it, hours. and it's a lot of it's a lot of fun now. They kind of rebooted the series. Cool. Okay, I just have to ask this. Yeah. What about Stardew Valley? Keep that shit on <laughs> there. <laughs> okay. I'm actually... Update 1.5 came out. <laughs> exactly. I am enjoying the hell out of it. I, I've been meaning I, yeah. to go back into it since the update came out. I've been getting the What did itch. they change? It's a bunch of like new endgame content. There's a new farm you can get. There's just like, you know, oh, it's cool. just, it gives a little refresh, gives you some extra things to do at the end. I feel like Stardew Valley is a game that I'm not currently playing, but like occasionally I like I like cycle in and out of it wherever now. Like like recently, I've been like walking up to McCoy just in the middle of the day, and being like thinking about playing Stardew Valley again, and I haven't gone in yet, but I definitely will at some point. I feel like it kind of circles back. Can we battle Stardew Valley and Animal Crossing here? Yeah. See, oh, Stardew Valley wins for me over Animal Crossing 100% of the time, which is why I was okay with axing Animal Crossing. I think maybe now it's Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, I tried, and really, it just did not stick. Um, I didn't particularly like it, which is just a personal thing, but I don't think for us as a podcast, that's going to make it. Mm -hmm. And then I think realistically, Warzone probably doesn't make it. Is that fair? Yeah, I think I'm okay with that. Right. Specifically Warzone. Yeah. All right. So now um, yeah. I want to. So Hades is a game that I have still been playing a lot of, um, mainly because, like, I think it's cool that even after the story ends, they've managed to write in a way to keep the game experience continuous. Um, however, like, I do see myself reaching, like, an endpoint with that game. Um, mm. So I can understand why I, I just want to give it a shout out though because like I've been playing this game since last April and I'm still having just as much fun as I did playing it like literally last night I played a run um, and I'm still having just as much fun and I think just that that gaming experience and that I'm still enjoying it despite dying a lot I think that shouldn't go unnoticed with that game. Um, but I know yeah. like for this group I don't think it's gonna win so no we all know how i mean i i mean game. to go back to hades as well <laughs> um but i haven't in a while and i don't think i will in a while right yeah so right. I'm okay it's with kind of like how too. elena feels with like darkest dungeon which is like hades for me where it's like i will play like hardcore for like two weeks and then i'll drop it for like six months <laughs> and then come back to it yeah. you know so yeah all right i'm getting okay. rid of it it's had its moment so we have stardew valley valorant slay the spire and among us i think let's we... talk about slay the spire yeah it sounds like one of the case for that <clears throat> yeah. so far yeah i mean um i so i wasn't That's on the podcast game. for slay the spire this is another one that james gets full credit for yeah um 
and that I intended to be on the podcast for this, but then I was playing so much Darkest Dungeon that I didn't actually play any Slay the Spire. But then, like, a week later, I caught up and started playing Slay the Spire, and now I've played, like, a hundred, just a lot of hours of Slay the Spire, um, and have gotten a lot of joy and utility out of it. Like, McCoy and I played a lot of Archon, two-person Slay the Spire together. Yep. We'd, like, play a run in the evening. We watched some Jorbs content. Shout out to Jorbs. Yeah. Um... Like, yep. I feel like this was just, like, a great game for me at that time. And we played it for, like, a, a good amount of time. Months. Months. Like, Un- months, yeah. Until, until we hit, like, Ascension 17. Yeah, And that's where I think we became not smart enough to continue, but, like, refused to lower the lower the level. Okay. I would, I would like to rephrase it because I... Uh, that might be true, but the way I see it, I like to change mm-hmm. the narrative to be more positive to myself. Is just that, um, you know, even Jorbs, right? One of the best players that game has ever seen, mm-hmm. or at least that I know that game has ever seen, has something around a twenty-five percent win rate at Ascension Twenty. Yeah. Right. Like even he loses uh, three fourths of his game, and so there's a point where it feels like because it's a it's a roguelike game where you have to make a million decisions along the way, and it's not mechanical. It doesn't require that you. Uh, dodge things quickly so you can play it at any time of the day or if you can play it if you're tired although of course if you can't think that's different but you can take any amount of time you want and so in the middle assumptions when you understand what's going on Mm -hmm. uh, it feels like you can almost win every single run not every single one but it feels like if you're playing better or you're playing well you can almost the vast majority are winnable like you might get something really just really shitty and be like well this is just bad luck but for the most part you feel like you can eke it out yeah and i think that's what makes it so delightful in the middle ascension levels and even up to some of the higher ascension levels because whenever elena and i would arc on it like we just wouldn't lose because it was like we would slow down and really like work together on it. And then that was just way better than if I'm playing on my own and I sometimes didn't think of something and just acted a little faster than I should have or whatever. And so when the game goes from you feel like you can win every run to now I think if I get some cheesy shit, I can probably win. That's when it becomes not fun to me. But that's, again, months and months and months and months and months into this game. And I don't want that really to discredit it because up until that point it was literally just like if i play well and i really focus on this i can win and i think that's just a delightful way for one of these roguelike decision based games to go to be able to have basically you'd be able to win if you make the right decisions and there's a beautiful point in the middle as well where you start to not have to you don't want to take all the greedy options anymore like it's not just like ah yeah i'll take 20 damage because next map i get 300 gold or whatever like you start to be really scared about taking damage you start to sit there and go i don't know if i can make it to the end of this if i don't choose a safer option here but then when you choose the safer option and are rewarded for doing so and do win as a result you feel like you made the proper concessions and you were analyzing the situation properly and that's just like super 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 lovely so the months that i played it were i mean fucking incredible yeah i think yeah, it was really fun. It was really fun to play together. Um, I got a ton of utility out of that game. But I have, I did, I had I recently, I played a couple more runs. I lost them all. And I was just like, I'm back out. Um, <laughs> so I feel like, I mean, it's a game that I'll probably like continue to go back to every now and then, probably. But I have a feeling I'll just kind of be like, meh. But will you ever have it in you to lower the ascension level? No. No, I refuse. Yeah. It just feels like conceding to me. I don't know. I, I just can't anymore. You know, I made it t- 
to where I am. And um, yeah, even though I acknowledge it would probably be more fun if I just turned it down a couple notches. Yeah, I hear that. So I don't know. I mean, if it was just me, I think Slay Aspire would make it onto my list maybe as a runner-up, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. James, you still play that? do you still play that game? Uh, I haven't recently. Uh, I kind of stopped playing a, a little bit before you guys stopped playing it um, as consistently. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I agree with pretty much everything you guys said. <clears throat> um, so, I guess none of us are playing it right now, so it can't win the category? Oh, well, I was saying I'm still playing oh, it. Oh, shit, Zoe's oh, still playing it. Oh, you're still playing it. Oh. <laughs> Oh, and uh, more notably, um, so it's it's really funny, you know. These past couple of months, I play it on my Switch a lot, and Brandon always looks at me and he shakes his head and he tisk tisks, being just like, "God, you're just like so obsessed with that car game." And uh, the other day, we were driving back from Georgia. I was driving, he was in the passenger seat, and he's like, "You know, do you mind if I just try this game for a sec?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, go ahead." So we're driving and kind of like pseudo arconing it because I had to pay attention to the road, but he just had questions and I would like answer them. Dangerous. And uh, I never got my switch back, and it's been uh, it's been a week. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that's amazing. And- so yeah, no, like uh, we're we're both really we're really obsessed with it. We we both haven't like been out of bed until like noon the past couple of days because we just like start playing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like McCoy, in we're the once, we were there. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm. So we're we're at that stage right now, mm. is what I'm saying. Watch it, Jorbs. And I don't know. Uh, Over explained. Trust Still me. Playing. Trust yeah. me. Jorbs Trust me. Okay. It'll be delightful. I mean, maybe it is. I mean, it does kind of hang here because it it seems like it's one of those games that like sort of makes the rounds and it it does have so much space to grow in it i mean you can i mean at the high levels like you can really put a lot of like time and effort and like spreadsheet it out and like really learn things but it's also just really fun to play casually it's fun to play together maybe it does hang to me it's the highest heights of maybe outside of Valorant or something of a game that i'm still playing i feel like i mean that's that seems good yeah, like, dude, yeah, Arconing fucking that shit is legit. Yeah. Because you both slow down. It's really fun. It's really fun. And you get to, like, just play better and talk about it. And it's just, it feels like teamwork. And, yeah, that's awesome. It's awesome to hear you guys are doing that. Like, that's fucking rad. Okay, so it's day, it's days for sure. Yeah, and, like, this was the this was what everyone was trying. This was what James was trying to communicate to us mm-hmm. during that podcast. And everyone there was like, cool, I guess I don't really see it. And then it just took us longer to get yeah, there i feel like I feel it's like. a little yeah, bit of like a it, it slow burn like you have to build up to that mm-hmm. okay so that's like a that's a potential yeah i think it should basically win based on what the cases i've just heard because like whatever among us is like a little new we're definitely playing it it's still here um i like that it seems like people love that game but i think the case that really fits us better i think might be slay the spire after hearing that case mm-hmm. that's what i think i i think slay the spire should win this uh yeah. like among us like among us right now, like, we're obviously still playing it because it's still very, mm-hmm. I don't know, quote unquote, new to us. Like, it's been just about two months, I guess. I think the only thing I can see is, like, you know, because it requires 10 people, well, technically it requires five, but, like, you need 10 people to have, I guess, the peak experience. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, getting groups of 10 people together is, I don't know. Cumbersome. Hard. <laughs> Cumbersome. <laughs> there we go. Difficile. Yeah. So, but I, I think it shouldn't go unnoticed, though, like the point we made with Among Us that we 
that is great is just like it's one of the few games where you can play literally six hours of it and nobody goes like well we've been playing six hours <laughs> like everyone's just kind of like oh shit uh it's 3 a.m here i should probably go to bed <laughs> yeah yeah I do. Okay, yeah. so I don't personally play this game, but I have a hard time seeing it not make it onto this list. Is just Valorant. Like I, I could see, I could see Valorant running it, but I could also see Valorant being a runner-up just because I feel like um, James and McCoy, you guys play that game so much and have had like it's been like such a big part of your lives. I get. I don't know. It just seems like a really lovely thing. Yeah, I really like watching you guys play Valorant, um, but I feel like in terms of games that you are still actively playing, like that is valorant like valorant is the I game can... that you are both actively playing um, honestly i think valorant should win slay the spire runner up honestly that's kind of what i'm thinking i'm okay with that, okay with that as well. you're okay with that as sure. well sure okay gabe <laughs> i'm kind of out of the gabe's room for like, this one <laughs> yeah gabe's like my call of duty yeah okay so we got valorant as winning game that we are currently playing and um, Slay the Spire, runner-up, runner do we want to add a second runner-up in this category, or? Second um, runner-up for Stardew Valley. Honestly. Not Among Us. I, no, I, I mean, like, I, honestly, Stardew I Valley, I have 600 hours on that game. Okay, I mean. <laughs> I play it a lot. I can respect and that. Like, Zoe, are you okay? <laughs> I want to go back to that game. I love it. Oh, like, you don't have 600 hours in something, okay. Gabe. <laughs> Yeah, but Gabe didn't make the claim he's okay. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) I never tried to give off the impression that I was okay. (laughs) Also, as a really cute anecdote, my dad started playing Stardew Valley, so I often get texts from him and screenshots being like... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh my god. It wins based off of that alone. <laughs> all right, so best game. Actually, wait, hold on. Mama okay. says Mama plays Star Spire, though. Just yeah, <laughs> so like, wait a minute, Spire. hold on. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, like my 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 whole family plays both Slay the Spire and Stardew Valley constantly. Like every time I go over there, it's like just a whole like gaming fest. I love it. That's pretty cute. <sighs> I'm jellyos. All right, so winner best Man, we game we're still Zoe's playing. Mom do a fucking, like guest spot. Mm-hmm. Like just oh shit that would have been crazy. Next right. year. She can take my spot next year, Mama <laughs> Steve. <laughs> all right, all right, cool. There we go. So with that said, that takes care of another block of game awards for game of the year. When we come back, we will be uh, doing awards such as best visuals and then the best actually recent game. So you got to stay tuned for that, as well as some more uh, guest and personal awards. So until next time, everybody, we'll, we'll see you. You'll see, we'll see you in part three or part four. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, hit the stop button. <laughs> Help me.